Welcome, I'm Ann Holtz and I'm going to talk to you about how you can customize title tags in UNL CMS. When you create a basic page or an article page, the first field you see is usually the title field. The text that you enter in the title field displays at the top of a web page. UNL CMS automatically places the text in an H1 tag in the HTML code. It also places it in the title tag. Although both the H1 and title tags can contain the same text, they have different functions. The H1 is usually the first header at the top of a web page. Whereas the title doesn't display on a web page at all, it displays in the browser's title bar and in bookmarks. Both the H1 and title tag play a role in search engine optimization, with the title being the most important factor. Title text can be found by viewing the page source or by using a tool like the Mozbar Chrome extension. When a user does a Google search, the title tag text is often what gets displayed prominently in the search results snippet. When writing title tag text, try to stay under 60 characters. Also, use keywords that have low competition and high search volume and use keywords that are relevant to the page topic. One way that you can see how much traffic a keyword phrase gets is by looking in Google Search Console. Um, so I'm logged in for the INR Media site and I'm gonna click on performance. And normally I would enter um, the URL for the page that I'm optimizing here. Um, but that part of the application isn't working right now. It's under maintenance. Um, so I'm not going to do that. Um, but anyhow, when I do that, it's going to draw a page that looks just like this page. Um, you'll want your, uh, you'll want to filter it by web. Um, these other filters are for like an image search, video search and news search, but we're doing web. Um, I'm going to change this to the last 28 days, just so I can get a better idea of how much traffic it gets a month. And then um, over here, these boxes determine what shows up in the columns below. So right now, um, clicks is turned on and impressions. Um, I'm going to turn on average position. And if you scroll down, you can see, okay, we're showing up in page one of Google in the very top position. Um, this is how much traffic it gets in approximately a month. And um, this is how many clicks our link is getting. Go ahead and uh, so something like say this one here, it really doesn't get that much traffic. So it's probably not a good phrase to be optimizing for. 
Um, as you can see, this phrase here is actually gets quite a bit more traffic, so it might be worth, um, and we're already on page one, we're just not sitting very high, it might be worth redoing the title tag to optimize it for this keyword phrase instead and see if we can pick up um, some more traffic. A title can affect how your site ranks in search and whether or not users click to visit your site. You can try to increase the number of click-throughs by making the title stand out using numbers, symbols, or text like top five. You can also make it stick out by offering something of value to the user, like a how-to. Also make sure that your title is unique so that you're not using the same title as other websites. And finally, if your title is not performing well over time, don't be afraid to change it up some. One way to change the title tag is to simply change the page title in UNL CMS. However, sometimes what displays best in search results may not make as much sense as a page title or a headline on your web page. When that's the case, you can change the title tag without changing the page title. Go to your article, um, click edit, scroll down to where it says meta tags, and then over in the page title field, type in the um, new title tag. and click save. That's all I have today. Thanks for watching and feel free to email me if you have any questions at anh at unl.edu. Hey everybody, I'm Tim Swoboda. I'm a interactive designer at IANR Media. And today we're going to talk about link strategies for search engine optimization. So we'll go through some of the best practices for SEO with anchor text and with URL text. So starting with uh, anchor text, first question is what is anchor text? It is the clickable text that's in your hyperlink. Um, and here we have some code that would show just a normal anchor text linking back to the university's main site and right here the highlighted text is of course the anchor text now a lot of times on university sites we will use our buttons um, uh, examples here on the screen so right there would you say link button input submit whatever you're seeing right there that you're clicking on that is the anchor text so Nielsen Norman group calls a link a promise and that anchor text is the promise of what's on the other side of that link. It helps you get in the mind of the user and, and to try to imagine what they'll be expecting uh, from your anchor text and where they think it should take them. And hopefully that'll help you make it a little bit uh, more effective. So there are a few different kinds of anchor texts. We have exact match anchor text. It's an exact match if it includes a keyword that mirrors the page it's being linked to. Um, so that would be something like about us. A partial match uh, would be something that's very similar to the keywords, or maybe has something else on the end. 
branded anchor text would just be uh, something that's a little less descriptive of where you're going, but it's still related to the anchor. A naked link is URL that's used as the anchor. So the www.unl.edu would be an example. Generic, that is what we're predominantly using in buttons. So if you have the learn more is a common, common phrase we're using at the university for our anchor text. And then images uh, can also be your, your links. And what uh, the search engines will do is take the images alt tag and use that as the anchor text. So one more reason to uh, think a little bit about your images, alt tags. So say SEO friendly anchor text is succinct. It's relevant to the link to page. It has low keyword density and it's not generic. So succinct anchor text, there is no length limit on your anchor text, but you always want to make sure that it is as short as possible. Brevity is the key. So you really have two considerations. What's the most concise way to accurately describe the linked to page? And what word or phrase will encourage users to click on the link? And that's sometimes where the uh, tip to keep it from being generic uh, sometimes, sometimes backfires. If we do have a, uh, a brief description of the page you're linking to above it, and then you say the anchor tag, anchor text would be something like learn more. That's where it would be uh, an appropriate use of something generic. Okay, so now we'll talk about URLs and how to properly create them uh, so they are a little more SEO friendly. First of all, you have to make sure your URL is readable. And that's readable by humans, but also readable by the search engines. Uh, so a good rule of thumb is if, if a human couldn't read it, uh, a search engine won't be able to read it either. So sometimes we can get into trouble when we use dynamically created URLs. And the content management system will dynamically create URLs, and they're not necessarily bad but there are a lot of times you can go back and uh, improve them. One quick note is if you have like an apostrophe uh, in the title of your page and that apostrophe gets put into the URL, uh, that's kind of a special character. <clears throat> it can kind of mess up some things and it's not good for your SEL. So best to remove that. Uh, and modify the URL. So where you can do that in a UNL CMS page, which you just edit, it's uh, all the way down at the bottom here, URL path settings. And here's the unclick the box that generates automatic URL. Uh, and then of course you can come in here and type in anything you would like. And that will be reflected in the page's URL. 
one thing that uh, the content management system that we're using already does is it uses hyphens to separate words rather than underscores. Google does not read underscores. So they read hyphens as a separation of words. So that's, that's a, is a big deal. <clears throat> Another way to help your SEO is to put your top content in the top folder. So you want to avoid uh, sub folders whenever possible in your URL because the search engine will give a greater weight to those that are in the top folder in your root folder, which makes sense because, you know, when you're looking at the structure of your site, that's the, the highest part of the hierarchy. And then it'll apply you know, lesser relevance the farther down the hierarchy you go, the deeper into the root, into the file structure. Another simple thing to do is to avoid using capital letters. They can confuse search engines and readers and it makes it a little more difficult to understand. It also makes your URLs case sensitive. So if someone was trying to go back to the site just from memory, they would have to purposefully type in the uppercase letter. And so now, probably most importantly, we come to what's actually in the URL. So you want to make sure you have your target keywords. So the most relevant keywords on your page should be included in that URL. And what you're going to do is you're going to help the search engine do its job. Search engines read URLs so they can better connect their users with relevant content. So any way you can help facilitate that will bring more people to your page. This is probably something that you're already doing on all of your pages. It's just nice to have a reminder, a refresher on some of these things. So thanks for watching. I hope we learned something or at least had a little reminder of things we can do to help our SEO and links. Thanks. This is Becky Aiken with INR Media. And today I'm going to be showing you how to create URL alias patterns for your content types on your UNL CMS websites. So what do I mean by URL alias patterns? Well, by default, when you create content on your UNL CMS website, the title appears right after the end of the URL. But there are some cases where you might want to customize that URL so that it begins with something like article or recipe, something to indicate what type of content it is, or put information such as the year so you can see when the content was created. Advantages to setting up these URL alias patterns? Well, it creates a user-friendly URL by providing context clues for someone who might see your URL as to what type of content they're going to be looking at. Additionally, those keywords can help to boost your search engine optimization because it tells Google and other search engines what type of content it is and other 
important keywords about what the content is on that actual page. And another advantage is that if you are going through and trying to get data about specific sections of your site in Google Analytics, if you have a custom URL alias pattern, you can find the pages inside Google Analytics more easily. On the UNL food website, all of the recipes have URLs that begin with recipe. So you can tell when you're on the page that this is a recipe and when they're looking at their Google Analytics, it's easy for them to hone in on their recipes and see which ones are most popular and that type of thing. CropWatch is another example who, um, for their articles, they include the year at the beginning of them. So this is helpful for the user because it shows them that they're looking at current up-to-date information and it's helpful for them on the back end when they go to look at their data in Google Analytics. If I'm in the Google Analytics for CropWatch, underneath behavior, site content, and all pages, and I'm looking at the week of October 12th through October 18th, 2020, this, it shows me the top pages viewed. But let's say I want to see which were the top articles viewed from um, that week. And I know that all of their paths start with the year. So in this case, I'll search for 2020 slash here under the page dimension. So it's showing me that this was the top article for that period of time. And I can also just see how the rest of them did um, in that time period. So that's just one advantage in terms of managing your content and your analytics data, where having a custom alias pattern for your content type can come in handy. All right, so let's say I'm here on my sandbox site and I want to add a new article. If I put uh, my new article and save this, and it takes me to my new article. And you can see here, the URL is my new article. And let's say that I want to make article a part of the URL. I can go in and edit, come down here to URL path settings, uncheck automatic URL alias, so this allows me to create a custom alias below. I can type in article slash and save. And now you can see up here my article URL is article slash my new article. But I don't want to have to do that every time. <laughs> I don't want to have to, you know, edit, save, edit again every time I add a new article. So if you noticed down here, it's there's a link that says configure URL alias patterns. So let's go ahead and click that. 
And so now it has taken me to this section in configuration where you can set content paths. So there's a few options here. There's user paths, taxonomy term paths, and content paths. And so this is the first one that's filled in here is the default, which as it says, applies to all content types with blank patterns below. But then there's individual ones for the different content types you might have on your site, which in my case is article, basic page, book page, and web form. So if I want to put article in front of all of my article paths, I'm going to type article and then I do want it to have the title so I'm just going to copy this one from the default and paste it there and again that's only applying to content with the article content type so if I save that go back whoops, to my content And if I want to add another article, my second article, and go ahead and save that, it automatically put in the article slash in front of the title for me, thanks to that URL alias pattern. So that is how you configure URL alias patterns for your content types inside of UNL CMS. If you have any questions about this, feel free to send me an email at becky.aiken at unl.edu. And thank you so much for watching.